Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to the Father Monk Protocol, man. And and we have uh we have a special, special, I guess, tribute, as you will, um, on the Father Monk Protocol, man, because we just took a took a real hard hit. Um, not in not only in the world of uh comedy, but in the the world of uh entertainment, the world we live in, man, because uh we just lost uh one of one of the great comedy icons of of the modern era. Uh, Mr. Robin Williams, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get into um, a great episode with my man Hugh Moore. But I called together a couple of my buddies just to discuss, um, you know, Robin Williams' influence and, and maybe the first time we all became aware of his brilliance as a comedian and how he affected us um, as comedians and how he affected, uh, you know, the world of comedy, man. I had my man... Uh, you know, Mark Theobald, uh, talented comic actor, writer, and uh, also talented comic actor, writer, producer, Rick Younger here sitting on the couch with me, man. And I don't mean to sound all somber because I, I'm all, I'm always about if, if someone passes away, let's not mourn, let's celebrate their life. Oh, yeah, you know? man. He was a great, and he was a great comic and a, a fascinating actor. Yeah, yeah. Really good actor. So, I mean, you know, I remember, I remember Mark and Mindy back in the day. Yeah. Him being zany and yeah. crazy and all over the place. Do you man. remember? I actually remember the. Uh, I remember that episode of Happy Days. Happy Days, yes. That was the, that the, was the, that first, was the first time. Yeah, Mark I and Mindy about was. It a, I saw it on the news. Yeah, I, I, Mark I, I and Mindy was 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 a spinoff, which is crazy. It's a spinoff of Happy Days, yeah. and Fonzie at the time, Fonzie on Happy Days was like Superman. Yeah, he was. You know, on a sit was sitcom Superman, and so. When when uh when Fonzie met Mork from Ork, you know this alien, he you know he was this funny clown looking dude in this red suit with the silver triangle on the front, you know, and and he actually equalized. He actually um made Fonzie's. Did he make his thumb go down or something like <laughs> something he, weird? It was damn. something weird that only could take place in the seventies when people would go over like now. If you showed that now, like if I showed that to my kids, you showed that to your kids, they'd be like, well, what is this? Why has he got his thumb up? What's this A? You got to understand to, to get a grasp of what it was like, um, have to think about what Happy Days was at the time. Right. I mean, Happy Days was a phenomenon. The yeah. Fonz was a phenomenon. He had his own Lunchbox. doll. Puts his thumbs up in the air. Fonzie's oh, cool. Not a square. Fonzie. Fonzie. <laughs> the Fonz. You know, it's yeah, like, I do remember that. Cameras, I remember going Fonz. to school because uh, Happy Days came on Tuesday, 8 o'clock, followed eight by Laverne and Shirley, Laverne Shirley followed by uh, Three's, Three's Company, company at, at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And it was like... And the Ropers at one point was at 9.30. <laughs> remember that? Oh, I forgot the Ropers had a Norman show. Fell. Oh, yeah. that, 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 was my, that was my first facial impression. Yes. Was Mr. Robo like it was was uh, Norman Fell played Mr. Robo? He would yeah. look into the camera like he would yeah. break the fourth wall yeah. and yes. look into the camera Every whenever his episode. wife said something oh, that drove we'll him have crazy. To see Jack, yeah. He but was um, funny. you know, so the Happy Days was such a big thing. So I remember going to school after Happy Days. Every week was a conversation about what happened right. on right. Happy Days, <laughs> and I remember particularly on the day that Mork was on. It was like all of a sudden, this Fonz, who was like the coolest thing, yeah. now had this other character that other people were like wanting to be. Right. You know, it was like Zazbat. You know, it was it, it was a different time, man. Because it's nano. like 
from that, this guy gets a show. Because, like, you you hear... Uh, I heard they wrote in. Yeah, you hear yeah. Gary Marshall. People, people wrote in so many times yeah. that they they were like, yo, we got to make a show. Yeah, Gary Marshall, Penny Marshall's brother, the, uh, Penny what Marshall, was? who was Laverne. Her dad, wasn't it? Her brother. Oh, brother. Was it? brother. I, I always thought that was yeah. her dad. Because yeah, he, he always he, looks so much older than her. Not anymore. Now they eat. <laughs> yeah, she done passed him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it was like, you you hear him talk about it. He's like, it was so phenomenal. It was like, we had to create this show. Because right. it was like, we couldn't keep him on the happy days because it just wouldn't make sense for that. Right. You know, it was like, we really the, went out there on a limb right. to have a space alien visit the right. show once. Right. Right. But to to turn it, it into that, jump the shark with that one yeah. before Fonzie literally jumped the, the shark. Yeah, the the yeah. guy was phenomenal with energy. Yeah, that's oh, all. I got yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm reading all the the social media, and there's a lot of controversy in terms of the social media now. In terms of people are like, oh, he took the sucker way out because he killed himself, mm-hmm. and other people are like, you don't understand mental illness, right, and, and depression, you know, right. and suicide. And I think that's something that 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 needs to be talked about also. You know, with what I'm the saying? mental Ill- illness, yeah, with aspect. mental illness, you know, I mean. I mean, it's it's uh, as a person who came from pharmaceuticals before right, right. I became a comic, I used to mm-hmm. sell antidepressants. Right. People don't, the general public does not know that when you're on antidepressants, the suicide rate actually goes up. <laughs> so it, people, really. wow. the, and the pharmaceutical companies don't like to advertise that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you sit there with somebody like Robin Williams, who I heard was trying to get help. He was probably right. on antidepressants. People don't know that doesn't necessarily help you. In fact, it might hurt you. Right, 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 right. So, you know, I, I look at it in that response, but I also look at the suicide rates of these supposed our Western countries that are more modernized mm-hmm. versus these third world countries right. where the suicide rate is nowhere near. Right, Where right, they right. are, like the United States, uh, Britain, or... And that's because our, their priorities ain't the same as... When you're getting around, when you're sitting around, you got everything you want. Right. You got to think about what you don't have. Yeah. Instead of you in a third world country where you all you thinking about is feeding your it's kids. Eating. Right, right. It's just eating. Right. But you, you know, ain't worried about killing right. yourself. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So we're a little self-indulgent in this Not country. Not a little. A Very much so. Yeah. And, and, then, <laughs> and, they, and they say, well, the, the people have been yeah. saying that the, uh, we, we, were, we were talking about that as far as uh, there's, there's sort of a stigma attached to comics. Um that statistically, well, there's truth to it, but statistically that comics um, are have the highest rates of, of, of depression suicide. and suicide. Because we're the most self-indulgent <laughs> You're on stage telling people you should drink twice and pay me a fee to tell you a joke. Right, right, right. And it's the most self-indulgent thing ever. So you, that, that's who we are. But the flip side to that and, and uh, is that people have this assumption of what makes the story of what makes a, a good comic. Like, yeah. the, the, in, the, in the, I guess, in the trajectory of most comics, there has to be that dark cloud of... Yeah, I disagree. Of, and yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah. and I disagree as well, yeah. because it's the same, like, if, if using, using, say, any, any uh, telev- television reality comp- com- competition from American Idol to The Voice... To, uh, America's Got Talent. Anytime it's the same with with uh with black performers, right? Anytime there's a black performer, especially if it's a dance group, there's a dance group. They they will do the the B roll, the B package where they do the pre shoot and they go back to where they're from and they shoot them dancing their hearts out and then you see the slow motion shot and then suddenly you see one person crying saying, you know, I mean, this is all I got, you know. Um, <laughs> 
wasn't doing this, it, I'd be in your house taking you. If I, 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 I danced to stop myself from robbing people. And you like, that's that really? That's it? There's no other options? Word? And I, I get tired of that, yeah, that yeah. reinforcement. You know, I my mom I didn't have any parents there, so you know, the streets raised me and, and all I had That's was it. was was miming to, well, to fall back I on. Guess miming. I guess my, my, my whole story is like, uh, my father said if I go to jail, he wasn't gonna come get me. So right. I decided not to do crime. Right, right. You know? <laughs> You're like, nah. And so as a comic, me saying that is to, to also reflect on the fact that as a comic, every comic doesn't come from a tragic background. Every comic isn't telling jokes to Robin Williams mass. didn't come from a tragic background. Yeah. He right, came from a wealthy family. Right. He might, right. Have, he, he might have been neglected in terms of, uh, like, I know we, I read where he said he was raised by the maid. Baby's neglected in terms of right. his parents are working and, and weren't there for him. But right. in terms of having everything you have right. financially, it right. was there. And I, I think that's important for people to realize, too. Just because you got money don't mean you happy. Doesn't make you happy. Yeah. And also, it, it can uh, invite a whole new uh, slew of issues and problems because um, I think everyone's sort of getting the information um, about his life and, and sort of processing it however they will. But I know that um, that from what I read and uh, and also heard was that he was frustrated because he was taking jobs. He he might have had some you know debt because you, you know people assume that once you're famous and in the uh, world of entertainment that you got it like that. That yeah. you got it like that. Yeah, but you, you also your your cost of living changes. Yeah. Uh, your zip code changes. Now you have to pay for someone to come. And uh, you know, keep the keep the grounds yeah. and and, and you got make sure your wives, which he had, he had ex wives. You know, your family, yeah, more so, than one, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, God. so his his he just did a show on CBS, um, uh, the I, crazy ones, got, yeah, crazy, got the crazy ones got canceled. Right. So that because everyone's looking, he's still regardless of what you currently are going through, and that's where um, that's where uh, you have to always remember that in, in any form any form of work you do especially in entertainment the peaks and valleys and so you have to you have you you can't get caught up in the hype of the peaks because the valleys are just as relevant as the peaks and so i think for someone like i'm i can only speculate but i can only imagine that robin williams it's probably also experienced well he, he he, he he experienced the frustration because he has four movies that now will come out uh, posthumously. Uh, I just want always want to use that word, and I use it yeah, properly. You finally got your but, but you know what I mean. So um, you come come from a place where you are the A list, not only the A list movie star, but also the A list unicorn of movie stars, and that you're a comic. And not only are you uh, the unicorn, but you're the dynamo comic that people's. Pe I, I was watching uh, the Today Show, and they were saying how how uh, down to earth and humble he was. Where he would uh, he he even though the cameras would stop rolling, he made sure he he uh, introduced himself to the crew. There's a lot of crew on any show, oh, so yeah. for someone to go around and say, "Hey, my name is Robin. Who are you? Hey, I'm, I'm Tony, the camera guy. I know who you are." <laughs> and, but that shows Tony. the type of person he is because <laughs> right. a real person with humility is gonna say, "Oh, well, you know what? Uh, I am." Uh, I'm, I'm, my name is Robin, not just you. You know who I am, you know. Right. And so, um, so yeah, man. I, I just because uh, I, I used to watch Robin Williams. I put that on Facebook last week. That um, 
I remember I used to watch Robin Williams live at the Met, you know, which was a brilliant performance. And he was sweating like the, the yeah. one of the things that sticks in my mind. I was like, this dude, if you thought Richard Pryor live in concert had him sweating, he was sweating. Robin Williams yeah. was drenched yeah. in, in, in like a, a, a Hawaiian shirt sure. and yep. slacks. And I always love how he closed the concert with his little boy. Uh, he was walking away. He was like, hey, get the, how do you get to the med? Fuck it. You know, and they just walked off. Yeah. Because it was, it was, it was stand-up show, but it also showed his acting range because he had sort of like a one-man show element to it. Yeah, you know? yeah he did. He did. I thought he was. I thought he was brilliant, man. The the the, the world will miss him. I mean, and it, go go watch any of his movies, man. You know, I to this day I've still never watched all of the Dead Poets Society. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I've never watched all 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 of that movie, you but I seize the day and go get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I'll, I'll definitely day. check check that out. I um. One of, one of my favorite. I still love Popeye. You know, I, you know, <laughs> no, I love Popeye because I like what, Jack. You might see Jack. Jack, Jack was out. Yeah, was that when he and was Bill a kid? Cosby but he was, was a girl. Yeah, yeah. I think it was and good. RV, RV, like for if if you, if you have a family, RV holds up. But uh, I like what I dug about Popeye and what he did with the character of Popeye because it's a cartoon. We all grew up uh, watching Popeye, but I I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love. He would say things and then mumble under his breath. <laughs> so if you watch it, if it so, he like, so he's like, oh, yeah, I got to go here and then I got to deal with this one. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That was just a great image, Shelly Duvall, well, man. You know, but uh, an interesting point because it keeps coming, because everybody keeps coming back to that old, uh, the, the, the crying clown and the, the sad comedian. Right. And, you know, it's like, I have never seen as many admissions to mental illness by comedians yeah. as I saw yesterday. Not to say that all of them don't have mental illness, but there is a certain... Or recently, last week. Yeah, there's a certain amount of, for comedians buying into this need to have an issue right. of having to have had problems, that comedy comes from pain and all these other things, which I'm not saying they're lying. I'm just saying that there it's been so bought into... That I, a lot of times I, I, I think it's over exaggerated. What yeah, I mean by people, what I mean people, by that people magnify things, things and that, that it, they, go out of their way to be rude right. and to be Trust you know absolutely. A I, I I totally agree with that right. because I, you know and I think what Americans and other people who make a certain amount of money don't what they do is they they're detached and they don't have a a perspective. Right. You know, you me go. working on a cruise ship. I'm working with people from all over the world. Right. I get to meet guys who are like Filipinos. These dudes. On the ship, some of the stewards working eighty hour weeks, Word, dude, and these, I'm happy. These, these cats work. Y'all gotta understand, weeks, like dude. they they you see them and in the morning when you wake home. up. Yeah, if <laughs> somebody got a reason to be depressed, <laughs> right? It's him. Oh, no, he ain't depressed though, right? And hold but up. meanwhile, you a comic, you just laying on your butt all day telling jokes at and night you, for fifteen and you minutes. There, you depressed? What you depressed about? Right, man? right. Perspective go, is go important. Out there, man. Go out there and live your life, and go see some people that's living real hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you understand what depression is? Yeah, screw that. I guarantee you that Filipino gets depressed too, but he goes, you know what? My family's more important than me and, being depressed. And and I gotta go work and and make a bunch of people so, people that have more money than me. That they're able to afford to take their family on vacation. Exactly. I gotta go and smile in their face. And you, you know, know, a lot of you know, a lot of comics. It, not no offense to all the comics, but some comics. This whole thing with the I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. Well, you know, I'm not. 
I believe in God. So, and I think if you if you have religion as a base, you understand that everything ain't gonna be good yeah. if you read the Bible. Right. As, <laughs> as my pastor said, good black folks bad say, things happen I'm to so good people too. The trouble don't last always. Thanks. Amen. And me and Rick yeah. always talk about this. Well, well so, you know, it, it, the thing is, is that um, as a person who is, like you said, a, a Christian or or a spiritual person, it's like I go through stuff. All the time. And this is not a, about comparing to other people who have problems. But um, it's just that one of the things I was just thankful for yesterday uh, when I heard of the whole Robin, Robin, not Robin Harris, Robin the little, little, little comedian, other, comedian other, Freudian uh, slip, right. Robin Williams, was that I'm, I am thankful that with my problems and or issues that I've never sought the ultimate way out. Right. You know, because, I, you know, it's like we all have situations where we could say, you know what? Because, I mean, me personally, my my my, my family would get a million dollars if I die. Mm -hmm. I always joke to my wife. I was like, I need to start making more than a million dollars because pretty soon I'm going to be, you know, I need to be worth more to you alive than I am dead. Right. <laughs> you know? That's funny. And, um, I mean, so, you know, there's, you know, you know, I could be like, you know what? Um, they could, they would really come up if I wasn't here. Press you know, because I'm telling because there's times when I'm not pulling my weight. Press but, and, and the most depressing part is, you know, just to be fully, you know, just uh, some just full disclosure. For years, I've been the 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 main breadwinner of my family, mm -hmm. making good money every year. Just I. I just, you know, not to get into my exact figures, right. but I, I got a Volvo. Okay. You know, so, oh, a black man with a Volvo. <laughs> black man with a Volvo. But um, just recently, I have not been making that kind of money. Mm -hmm. And it's it's hard sometimes when you're like, my family has looked at me as a provider. Right. And like my my wife is, uh, my mother has put money in my bank account. My right. wife has, has, uh, has, has become the one who's, who's putting out the money. If it wasn't for Dunkin' Donuts this week. Right. You know, who knows, right, right, right. you know, but that I got a big check from them. Yeah. Right. I got a right. big commercial. Dunkin' Donuts. Right. I got right. a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah. Donuts, I, got, I, got a, I got a nice Jesus check Christ from, a, from, a, a, from a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. <laughs> you're like, which one? Because all the comedians would come to try to get a hug up. <laughs> <laughs> they give me some coffee and donuts. <laughs> Let me get no. that apple fritter. <laughs> but, uh, you know. But, but yeah, you know, so to, you know, I'm thankful that I don't suffer from, um, you know, a mental illness to a point where these things would make me make me do off myself because I'm like I'm always like you know what I all you know it's like I just gotta keep going to see if it's gonna work out you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying I could be wrong right. I could be stuck you know this could be the last check I ever make mm -hmm. and I could be 80 years old be like you know what next week <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to have it. It's I'm going to happen. I'm going to get booked on I something. I went in for this ADT. <laughs> right. But I, you know, so, but it's, you know, so I'm thankful that, that, that that's not the case for me. Right. But it's like, we all have troubles. We all have struggles. And it's like, uh, it's, it's just a matter of how you deal with it. I it perception right. is reality. Because right. um, my brother, we grew up in the same house, mm -hmm. same parents. And my brother has, you know, he, he attempted suicide once. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, and then he went to go see like a psychiatrist, psychologist, and gets to talking about me. Mm -hmm. 
and gave an examples of how I deal with stress and mm -hmm. problems like that. And then it's like, that's the right way to do it. Like, I'm like, really, psychiatrists, psychologists, do not make my brother mad at me. Right, right, you know, right. You know, but it was like... He, and there's no right or wrong way. Right, you know, but... Well, it, it whatever probably, works And it's probably my brother paraphrasing Right, right, it, but, right. But, you know, right. but it's like he comes, comes to me, he's like, man, you know what, you know... I always mess with you because you good time. He calls me good time Charlie because I find a way to find the bright side of stuff right. and how to deal with things. But it's like you never know how different people are going to deal with the same situation. Right, right, right. You know, so like you know the guy who the guy who was making a lot of money and then all of a sudden isn't making a lot of money. One guy kills himself. The other guy's like, oh well. I guess I'll be uh, getting taken care of by my wife for a while. Right. I'll spend more time with my son. Right. Do you know how many right. times I walk with my son? And especially when times are hard and I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Right. Because I'm with him right now. Right. You know? I, I agree with it. Right. You make it's a matter it. of perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, that's, that's, that's real uh, important and interesting point that you bring up as far as perspective. And maybe, maybe this will, uh, well, the good, not the good thing, but. I think uh, I Robin think the Williams people are passing, talking about mental illness. I was going to say, I think Robin Williams passing uh, has sort of brought mental illness and depression specifically to the forefront of, of the conversation uh, and made people say, you know, we need to address this and attack this, this, this disease the same way we attack cancer right. and the same way we attack... Attack, uh, you know, AIDS and HIV and the numerous other uh, illnesses more, that people uh, deal with. It's, I don't know, man. It's, so it's a it's a tricky because I, I there's so many sides to it. Of yeah. course, well, you know, so like, many sides. You know, we we were we were in the show sold out comedy. We, a documentary was made. The the director of of our right, film right. committed suicide. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. He was wealthy. It, it, came from a wealthy. He, he family. came from a wealthy family. Right. He and I spent a lot of time together producing this movie together. We we rode together to one of the film festivals that it screened at. Right. In retrospect, he was saying goodbye. You know, he, mm -hmm. he gave gave us a bunch of money to do things with the film. Mm -hmm. And come to find out when he was when his family couldn't find him, they reached out to me. Oh, dude. I had no idea how important I was to his life. Oh wow. You know, and it's like, but in a, and in these types of situations. You know, sometimes we put we like to place blame and think about what we could do. There was it was like I, you know, when I think it. about it, it's like there was nothing I could do because right. I didn't know. Right, right. You know, right. I didn't. You know, I I treated him nicely, and you know, he said some things about me that really touched me. And um, but I didn't know. I just thought that we were just two guys bonding. You right, know, right, right. He, he, I remember one of the things he said. He's like, "There's a lot of God in you." Mm. You know, and it was like. That really took me aback. He's like, it's, he's like, I watch how you are with this show, the sold out comedy. It's like, it's all these great people, yet you're at the center of it. Mm -hmm. and, it and that is something that says something about you that you're, first of all, able to bring these people together. Right. And that everybody comes together for you. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, but it, with all of that, there was nothing I could do to stop him from killing himself, which, and he did, and he did it in a very gruesome way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I forgot where they found him. I remember when they were looking yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, and he was, a, I mean, the nicest guy. Yeah, he was. He spent the weekend with me and my pops at Penn Relays with his oh, friends, and we had such a blast, man. And he just, Jonathan was a, a nice guy, but you yeah. never, I don't know, I don't know what you the know, cause was. Cause I know he got his, divorced, right? His, the, his father talked to me, and he was like, you know, the world can be a hard place for someone like Jonathan meaning that Jonathan just had a sensitivity about him. Mm. Um, just to kind of touch on 
how his family got so wealthy, his uh, one, I think it was his grandfather, was very instrumental in the creation of the, uh, was it the H-bomb? Whatever, one of the bombs that caused a lot of death and destruction. Oh, wow. And uh, Jonathan always had issue with that. Oh, wow. But I think it also takes a certain type of person to be affected by something yeah. like that. So right. That, that happened way right. before they were even born. Right. And like, you know, and you just never know. And you know, and a person could be fine at one point and not be fine. I'm like, I, I find that I'm a very sensitive person. And sometimes it surprises me that the things that affect me that I get emotional about or, you know, like <laughs> I recently stopped watching porn. And it's because I just... I'm sorry. I just... Was... Yeah, I found out... I found out different things about how some of these women are getting into porn. Mm-hmm. And it just like... I just couldn't bring myself to masturbate one more time to a woman. I'm not sure if she's been prostituted into it or right, pimped right, into right. it or whether she's drug addicted or whatever. And I'm... I gave it up for Lent. And I, I'm not like everybody else. <laughs> and, like, and I don't say that to try to try to make other people... I'm just... I just... You know, I, I actually mean. talk about... I actually talk about it on stage and it's so funny because it, it, it makes for... It really winds up being very funny because people get kind of defensive and I'm like, I'm just sharing. This is my time on stage and I share what oh, I want to talk about. So, but, so you think everybody... Right, it's like was, people like, you know, what? They, they, it's not even that they get... They, they defend their right to watch. I'm like, oh, you can watch it. I'm right. just telling, right. you know, just like I told the story about my son, that's about, that's, that's right. personal to me. You didn't get defensive about right. that. <laughs> so hold on, so porn. you're saying, so you actually watch porn and would masturbate to it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it got that's, to the point where I was using my tears to I've, provide I've lubrication for masturbation. Laptop, man. <laughs> no. Did you, did you no. have handy wipes? Did, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, but, I know Vessi would take it. You know what I'm saying? It. It's just that, that it's like, I just, I don't know. For me, it's just like I, I get, I get to thinking about what brought this young lady to I this past. Too. I get guilty. You know, I used like, to do it at the strip club. Yeah, it, you yeah. know, like, like I, like we really caring. Like Vanessa Leone, if you're listening, I really, I, it, I, I, I was like, oh man, it's like Brilliant part work. of me is like loving watching her do these things, and the other part of me is like, why, why, <laughs> why <laughs> doing this? You you have you have people listening right now that now is Leon spelled L Y or L like Leon Vanessa okay. Leon. No, so I'm sure people will <laughs> will will Google her brilliant work. Um, yeah. you know, but all that to say, man, uh, you know, anyone out there, not to get heavy or this has been somewhat heavy. This was just supposed to be a quick quick tribute, but it's okay, man, because uh, Robin Williams was that type of uh, I think. He affected all of us in some way. Uh, I comedically. mean, either way you look at it, I don't. It's it's a tragedy because definitely, lost, definitely he, a tragedy. He felt he had no other options. Right, right. And right. I, I'm sit here. And I will say today, you did have another option, man. He just didn't know it. Right, right, right. But right. he did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't care what was he, what was he facing the bills, whatever. He could have. Right. There's. I mean, there's, there's so many things he could have done, but. In the state he is in, and, and plus, he, if he was using again, mm. you're not in your well, right that, mind. People that also didn't help. People don't know that you, you're not in your right mind if you're using drugs. Plus, if he's medicated with antidepressants, you add that to the right. You have he's a not in his right mind when he's doing that. Yeah. So I, you know, so it's a lot of things that need to be investigated, from mental illness to these these drugs that I think are absolutely making horrible it worse. for you. Yeah, they make it worse. worse. I, I think that's something that needs to be discussed too, but won't be discussed because right. these. 
pharmaceutical companies have billions of dollars yeah. and they make sure it's <laughs> not discussed. Yeah. Right, well, so, I do, I can say this, that a lot of people took pictures with Robin Williams. They sure did. Oh, everybody, man. I'm the only one that got everybody, one. Everybody, everybody had a personal story. Oh, I was dude. like, is this about Robin Williams or, or about you? you? Well, that goes back, we, 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 we had that when uh, we discussed that when, uh, when Tracy Morgan yeah. and the guys got into an accident, yeah. got into the car accident. Everybody we, has a we picture with Tracy. How people now in the modern era, because there there are no 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 one sort of polices social media, then yeah. no rules have been established. It's all about now you. It's it makes selfish. It, ab it becomes about you it instead is. of instead of. And that's not to say no, because I've I've seen a couple of friends put posts up. Uh, that had touching short stories that yeah. they shared. Like uh, my my buddy Stephen Glickman, he had a a wonderful story about he saw Robin Williams at uh, at the Improv on Melrose out in L.A. in Hollywood, and uh, and he was standing there, Robin Williams right next to him, and he said, "This is one of the dudes that he always uh, aspired to be like." Right. And he's standing there, he doesn't know what to say, and so finally he looks at him, he's like, "Hey, Robin, my name's Stephen Glick," and he and Glickman. It, You've met him, I think, before. He's like such a sweet, nice guy, nice man. And he's like, hey, uh, Robin, we shoot my show on the same same soundstage that they shot Mork and Mindy. And so he said, Robin Williams looked at him, gave him a big hug, and starts telling him this, this awesome story about when they shot the Mork and Mindy uh, pilot, man. He said, I will actually end on this. Uh, <laughs> he says that, Robin Williams then just told him his story and he just shut up and took it all in. And But every so often kept saying, I can't believe I'm, I'm sitting here talking to Robin Williams. <laughs> and Williams says, uh, yeah, you know, and we, uh, when, when we first uh, were doing Mork and Mindy, uh, uh, this is back before people loaded up to come see uh, a live TV taping. So we had to go find an audience. So he says that the producers said, okay, well, we'll go... We'll round up a bunch of homeless people. <laughs> so they got a busload of homeless people. Oh, wow. To fill up the audience. But the audience still was light. They still needed to fill more seats. So they went to a, uh, I want to say a, uh, like a, um, um, I don't know if it was a mental institute. <laughs> or, or Or like somewhere where people were physically or mentally handicapped. Wow. And they filled the audience up with homeless people and handicapped. The H's. They filled it up with homeless and handicapped. And he said the people laughed, but the problem was they laughed at everything. <laughs> they laughed. They laughed at all the setups. It was a debacle. And so, <laughs> so they had to redo everything again the next day and do it the right way. Oh, wow. So I thought that was uh, funny. So people, some people, it's just, it's weird because I understand that people want to, I got People also want to show that they were a part of his life when it was really, it's really about showing he was a part, he affected your life in right. some way. And you were fortunate enough to take a picture. It's just, there's a, the, the sensitivity that should be attached to it is gone because it does become all about, I can't believe he died. Oh, let me find that picture that right. I took with him it's five like, years like ago. Your, your setup now on your page is looks the same as his daughter's. Who, right. You know, like, she's got a picture with him and you got a picture with you him. And right. What's the difference? Right. Everybody, I mean, and I agree. People <laughs> were doing that with Tracy. I know somebody that talked to Tracy uh, after the accident. As soon as he talked to her, he posted on Facebook. And like... Just people, spoke to Tracy. Because people I, wanted to be in the why? know. Why? Yeah. Why right. I went to see him. Right. You know what I'm right. I seen him live. Oh, well, I got I gotta, well, I gotta post that. Right. Yeah, but right. somebody reached out to me. Was I, I could have gone on CNN. I know. Yeah, someone someone had hit me from 
Times and like uh, I don't might have been CNN. And the 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 reason I had posted the thing I posted was because everybody was because because Mark. Mark and Rick, yeah. y'all both toured with Tracy. Right. And so people were hitting me. Yo, is Mark yeah. okay? Right. And I got sick of people hitting me up. So oh, people, I, somebody posted, pray for Mark. I was like, right. I wasn't even in the van. Right. Like, what's right. wrong with you right. I wasn't posting anything, and I posted because like I was nobody, getting phone calls that's what and it was. text messages. I was like, look, y'all, I wasn't, and bang. Right. But you but you didn't post a picture. I, uh, what did, did I post? You post I, posted, I, posted, I posted a picture. Okay. But I... But I Posted the picture and gave an explanation. Boom. My picture was, yeah, I can't even remember exactly what the picture was, but I think it was a picture of all of us. Yeah, because I I just, I wrote something, and I even caught myself, and I was like, I should find, and I said, no, don't find a picture of you with Tracy. Just write this right. so that people know to pray for everybody yeah. right. uh, involved. So here, all this to say, people, stop being so selfish and, and wrapped up in your own world yeah, uh, and, and get some perspective, back to what Mark was saying. Get yeah. some perspective um, life is hard. We all go through peaks and valleys and ups and downs, man. But um, take a little time to think and realize that life is is hard for is even harder for somebody else out there, and they're finding a way to still make it work and survive and work work survive that day, so that maybe the next day can be a little brighter, man. Uh, so all this to say, man. Um, rest in peace, Robin Williams. We all appreciate. Uh, everything you've done, uh, both for the the world of comedy and entertainment, and just the world in general, man. I always feel like uh, comics are are you know are non non tenured doctors, you know, because we help heal the world one laugh at a time, man. And so, uh, so he, he definitely will be missed. And also, rest in peace to Lauren Bacall because. Uh, she she sort of got the Farrah Fawcett treatment because she <laughs> yeah. she died the day after Robin Williams and nobody seemed to really mention it, you know. And this is a Hollywood icon um, that definitely deserves at at the Oscars next year. What's going to happen is they're going to show her, she'll get her due, <laughs> but then they'll show Robin Williams last because he's the current more famous person. Right. And he'll get a a, a longer uh, a longer applause break and video feed where they show a couple of clips uh, from him. So uh, you know, rest in peace to these Hollywood icons, man. And anyone out there that's suffering from depression, just know that uh, you know uh, you can call a hotline or 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 talk to someone, man. There there are a lot of other ways uh, other than going out. You know that way you have you have some options, man. So. Uh, but my man, Mark Theobald and Rick Younger, this is your man, Dean Edwards for the Father Muckin' Protocol, man. We'll catch you all next time. Two fingers, peasy.